boys and girls all over the world tune that dial in to the show where the hosts put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin because it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go if you're in the mix saying you like good flicks then you came to the wrong show it's the weekly watch wheel it's the weekly watch wheel with matt jimmy and shamlin hey everybody welcome to the weekly watch wheel where we'll watch a movie my name is matt i'm here with my good buddy jimmy jimmy how you doing today i am doing great it was all lame and sunny out earlier but it just started raining we even got a little bit of thunder we did get thunder that was great i'm into it me too Shanley, how are you feeling? Okay. Um, I was feeling a little gross earlier, but I'm enjoying the stay-at-home weather. I'm excited nice. for a movie night. Me too. How are you doing, Matt? Uh, I was super stressed, but then I really dug into my nominees today, and now I'm feeling great. I am extremely excited. So that is good stuff. Last week, we had to watch Highlander 2, and it was the worst, wasn't it, guys? It was bad. Terrible. It was very bad. I would say it was a whole new low of movies for me. I didn't realize movies could be that bad, and so it taught me something very valuable. Never overestimate how... No, then I guess never underestimate how bad movies can be. So thanks for that, Jimmy. You're a horrible human being. Um, I mean, I was just successful at what we're supposed to do. I found the bad sequel. That's true. And I tip my hat to you, sir. But thank goodness I am here to save the day. Go mad, Abad. Ooh. I don't think this is going to go that great. Why not? Well, you see... As we expose ourselves to don't expose yourself. I've told you filmography. He's into it. (laughs) Um, We are gonna be confronted with movies that just are not as remarkable as past ones, and I think we've already got his best and worst films covered. Uh, I don't know, man. My list is incredible. I don't think you can get better than Ghost Rider, and I don't think you can get worse than Ghost Rider, The Spirit of Vengeance. You will rue the day, sir. Okay. I think there is much deeper of a barrel to scrape. Shanley, do you think that I can overcome and surpass what we've seen so far? I do. Thanks. See, Shanley believes in me, Jimmy. What do you believe in? Uh, it's not about you, Matt. It's that I, I just think that when you've seen the best movie ever and the worst movie ever, you know, it's not anyone's fault. That's just the way it is. How can you... Oh, okay. Sorry. I was going to say, how can you say that it's Spirit of Vengeance is the worst movie ever if Highlander 2 is at the bottom of your list? But you're talking about within the vein of Nicolas Cage filmography. Yes, for the category. Gotcha. And within the confines of the category... We've already got the top and bottom. Gotcha. Well, you are an expert on the bottom, Jimmy. Mm. <laughs> Love that bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I am relieved to tell you guys that I was on a crusade this week. I wanted to save our lives because for the last four weeks, really, even longer than that, we've been seeing the worst movies one after another. And I think for all of us, Russell Madness has kind of bounced back, but it's 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 not been a fun time. So my goal this time around was to not find a new bottom of the barrel. Are you guys grateful for that? Very grateful. Awesome. Well, I... I think it's fine. Like, I don't know. I kind of liked the, the direction that the podcast was heading. <laughs> I was looking forward to slipping into a worse and worse mental state as we progress through the weeks. Okay. Um, and just losing my faith in the human race film, like as a medium for producing art. Gotcha. 
Uh, and so I, I hope that you don't challenge that today. Well, we'll see. I will say in the offset, I broke the Shanley mold. I do not have five nominees. Oh, man. I have six nominees. Oh, man. And I went full cinephile on this one. So uh, I am giving you guys Matt's nominees um, brought to you by and powered by IMDb. So I'm giving you guys real stats here. Okay. I have one question before you start. Okie doke. Have you seen any of these movies before? Yes. Okay. I have seen some of these movies. Okay. Okay. I have a question. Did you choose one already? I chose one already. Is there some sort of proof that you're not going to change it? Are Uh, we just supposed to trust you? There is proof. And I'll tell you what the proof is. The proof is I've collated IMDb cinephile stats on each movie, but there's only one for which I gathered one particular stat, and that's the one that we've chosen, that I've chosen tonight. And you can, you can look at my notes afterwards if you don't believe me. All right. First on the list is The Sorcerer's Apprentice, year 2010, directed by John Turteltobe. His name is German for Turtle Dove. He seems like a gentle man. He's famous for Cool Runnings, Phenomenon, and National Treasure. You guys on, on board for that director so far? Uh... You said National Treasure? Yeah. I never saw that. Uh, I've only seen Cool Runnings of those. And? Uh, I don't know if it was directed well. <laughs> I, I honestly don't. Like, I'm not saying it isn't. I have no idea. But um, I definitely wouldn't say that it instills confidence in me. Well, maybe the the top build cast will. Nicolas Cage, of course. Then supported by Jay Baruchel, who gave them hell at Larachelle. And the villain of the movie is played by Alfred Molina. How do you guys feel about that? Um, I do not know who that is. You don't know, you don't who, know who Alfred who... Molina is? No, apparently not. He's Doc Ock. Oh. Yeah. He's very good. And he's the villain in the movie. I don't uh, know what else he's in. I don't know uh, why he I plays know his Diego name. Rivera in the Frida movie. Um He's in quite a few things. I'm having trouble placing him right now. But he's, he's a very good actor. I will read you the plot synopsis. Balthazar Blake, an apprentice... And, and Balthazar Blake is Nicolas Cage's name, by the way. He's an apprentice of the legendary magician Merlin, and he must train his old teacher's successor, an introverted but resourceful physics prodigy, in the art of sorcery to prevent the return of Morgana Le Fay who's the voodoo queen of New Orleans, by the way. Budget, $150 million, mm. And the cumulative worldwide gross is $215.2 million. So this is, this is not a flop. Uh, it, it didn't make a whole lot of money. I mean, they, they say that you have to double the budget when you take into account marketing. So it, it's somewhat of a flop, but not so much as some of these other ones. Uh, I've also gathered a trivia fact for each of these movies. I just combed the trivias, and I picked one in particular. Here's the anecdote for Sorcerer's Apprentice. The idea of the film was largely Nicolas Cage's as he wanted to explore a mystic world with a magical character. How are we feeling about that one? How do you feel about seeing a Disney movie that's the birth child of Nicolas Cage's mind? I'm so conflicted. I mean, I feel like magic. His name's was it Balth- Balthazar Blake. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I want to watch that. But I don't know how I feel about him having so much creative control. <laughs> so He's mm. got long hair in the movie. As one would imagine mm-hmm. with someone named Balthazar, Balthazar Blake. <laughs> Have you ever seen Inkheart? With Andy Serkis and Brendan Fraser. Mm-mm. How about the Page Master with Macaulay Culkin and Christopher Lloyd? You never play were you never watched the Page Master? Sadly, no. I have the Page Master video game on Nintendo Game Boy. Currently, I it's right on the shelf right there. I can see it. Oh yeah, I think I've seen that on the shelf. I I have a I grew up with the read along book for that. It's a good movie, but the only reason I bring that up is it's a very similar kind of movie. I hope that 
the Page Master is still a good movie. It's not. I it would break my heart if it. it wasn't. And the special effects are deplorable. Okay, so that's nominee number one. Nominee number two, Army of One, 2016, directed by some guy named Larry Charles. He has directed The Dictator, Bruno, and Borat. So... You know he's good. This is based on a true story. After a personal visit by God himself, the eccentric construction worker Gary Faulkner takes the decision to embark on an adventure to the badlands of Pakistan to bring Al-Qaeda's leader Osama bin Laden to justice. What is this movie called? Army of One, 2016. It is starring Nicolas Cage and uh, Russell Brand as God. What? Yeah, please don't do that. What movie is this? It's got a cumulative worldwide gross of $372,000, and they have not published what the budget was. So, dude, you gotta imagine. You gotta imagine this is pretty good, right? Wow. I didn't realize how active Nicolas Cage was in like the past like five years oh he's been doing great he's been doing like i'm looking on list and since 2015 he's done one two three four five six seven eight i know people love counting yeah nine ten (laughs) because you never know what's gonna come next 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 Man, I'm so glad you're doing this all out loud. 29 <laughs> films. Are those feature films or are those series as well? Those are all feature films. That's incredible. So this is one of those. In uh, six years, 29 feature films. Say what, what you will about too? the guy. He's a hard worker. I don't know. We stopped paying attention. That's too. amazing. But uh, again, they didn't publish their budget, but it only made $372,000. And according to CelebAnswers.com, Nicolas Cage makes anywhere between one and twelve million per movie, so it's not likely that the cumulative world gross of this film even covered Nicolas Cage's salary. How does that feel? That is rough. I mean, I haven't—I've never heard of this movie, which isn't saying much because there's a lot of movies I've not heard of. But considering it's somewhat recent and has, I think, a few big names in it. I mean, it's got God in it. You can't get bigger than God. Uh, You guys want a trivia nugget for this one? Yes, please. In an interview with the New York Times, Nicolas Cage called this movie disappointing. (laughs) Mm. He said that the director, Larry Charles, didn't get a final cut of the film before it was released. So how do we feel about that one? I'm... I'm not scared that you're going to pick it because I think that you want to go in a better direction than this. Does that does that sound really bad? Does that sound worse than Sorcerer's Apprentice? I mean, when you said Russell Brand plays God, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is probably going to be terrible. Does I don't that make think you feel Russell uncomfortable Brand... that the universe is in the hands of one Russell Brand? Well, yeah, that is <laughs> scary. But also, I just don't think... I like Russell Brand, but I think that he's pretty much like a guarantee that the movie's not going to be great like there's know. obviously forgetting Sarah, forgetting Marshall. Sarah Marshall everyone knows that yeah some people I know love get him to the Greek I think parts of it are kind of funny but it's definitely a huge step down for that shared universe that they're in mm. um, where where multiple people look like Jonah Hill yes <laughs> um, that's what they should do they should just keep making movies where he plays the all the snow character. And Jonah Hill plays someone else. Um, Such an interesting choice. But uh, we should do Russell Brand filmography. I don't think he's done a lot of movies, but I really just don't want to watch the one where he's like, God, like an Easter Bunny or something. (laughs) What? There's a movie where I don't know. No one knows what any of his movies are about. Don't waste our time looking it up. Um, I'm not gonna look it up, but I do think that we should not watch that movie, and I hope you don't go there. It, the movie looks pretty fun and silly. Uh, I will say Nicolas Cage, he's got like a gray like gray hair and I think a ponytail. And he Ooh. runs around Pakistan with a katana, with a samurai sword. And it's based on a true story. Can I just say, that while that sounds mediocre, um, 
there's one thing that I know I want you to put on this list. And it's going to drive me crazy if it isn't on there. Well, hold that till afterwards. Okay, hold my... it till afterwards? Cause you... I want credit for calling okay. it All right, ahead me. of time. What is it? We can cut this out if it's not making the podcast I, better. You don't ever have to quantify what you say with that. <laughs> Everything is liable to getting cut out. <laughs> okay. I really want you to pick the, I think, the spiritual successor to the first Ghost Rider film, Drive Angry. From 2011. It's not on the list. Damn it. It's a vengeful father, Nicolas Cage, escapes from hell father and chases revenge. after. <laughs> escapes from hell? Really? Escapes from hell wow. and chases after the men who killed his daughter and kidnapped his granddaughter. That really is. Starring Nicolas Cage as Milton <laughs> and Amber Heard as Piper. Amber Heard. Oh, that's uh, Johnny Depp's former Mrs. Johnny estranged Depp. lover. Wait, who else is in it? Nicolas Cage, Amber Heard, and who? I didn't say a third person. Oh, okay. No one that I remember. Well, our wheel tends to favor the Nicolas Cage filmography spin, so maybe you can add that next time you get it. No. Okay, so so remember, though. Next time we're going to rewatch the first Ghost Rider just so you guys can pay attention to it better. Well, remember, I'm not going for the worst movies. I'm yes. trying to find something good. Drive Angry would have been the only thing... That could possibly rival Ghost Rider for you as his best film. Well, maybe Jujitsu. Time will tell. Nominee number three, because I'm trying to go for good stuff. Is Con three. Air, Woo! 1997, yeah. directed by Simon West. You're not gonna pick Con who Air. Who? He's not. Directed The General's Daughter and Tomb Raider 2001, starring Nicolas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich, and Bubba from Forrest Gump, with a special featuring performance of Mr. David Chappelle. Could you say Bubba's name? I think it's kind of rude to not uh, give that guy credit. I mean, he's Bubba. You want me to say Bubba's name? Yeah. Benjamin Buford Blue. Is it Benjamin? Did I say Benjamin? You said Benjamin. (laughs) That's how I used to say it as a kid. Sometimes it comes back. Benjamin Buford Blue, but everyone here calls me Bubba. Just like one of them little redneck boys. What's the actor's name? Uh, his real name is oh well I can't pronounce it Mike Mikel T. Williamson I think is his name I think it's Michael T. Williamson <laughs> <laughs> no it's spelled M-Y-K-E-L-T-I Williamson Mikel T. I can't believe you would <laughs> disrespect him like that you know he plays two characters in Forrest Gump Really? He plays Bubba and he plays the... The Black Panthers? No, he plays... <laughs> he plays the bartender in the White House who serves Forrest all the Dr. Peppers. You just didn't notice because you're racist. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you guys don't need the plot synopsis for that one. But budget, $75 million, It made $224 million. Did you know that for some reason my wife is like partial to white trashiness I, well <laughs> I, won't argue I, mean, with that. Uh, I don't know what it is but she loves like cheesy 80s rock music uh and like it's like it sounds like something that um billy madison would play outside the high school Oh, okay. Uh, she loves that kind of music. And honky-tonk and bars? No. Uh, she hates that, especially because of what happens there, you know, when they send soldiers to jail mm. um, for defending their pregnant wife. It happens all the time. All the time, dude. That's why she can't go near a honky-tonk. But she loves Con Air. Like, it's probably, I would guess, I don't think it's actually in her top three, but if you spend any time with her, and Con Air comes up, you'll see a light come to her <laughs> eyes that doesn't happen for almost anything else. It it's almost like, looks like she's enjoying spending time with us right yeah, now. It's almost. like Con Air, extra cheese, <laughs> and ranch dressing. Uh, I don't think she likes ranch that much. Do you like ranch at least 70% as much as you like Con Air? No. No. Definitely not. Wow. Yeah, I like. I like well, I had ranch, ranch dressing on my list. 
We were going to watch Cage in ranch dressing. <laughs> it's just him sloshing about <laughs> in a big vat of ranch dressing. Uh, so some trivia nuggets for Conair. John Cusack allegedly dislikes this film so much that he refuses to talk about it in any interview. He seems also, like an incredibly unlikable person. Like, yeah. I guess he's maybe a good actor or something. Uh, he's definitely my least favorite Cusack. Joan Cusack for life, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's great. All day. Also, there's a bonus one for this. Uh, Kid Rock based his song American B.A. You guys can say it. I, don't, I try not to curse. Uh, on Cameron Poe. Did you... Did you censor yourself from saying bad? No. Oh, well, okay. American, I think you just said American B.A. I did. A bachelor's of Arts. <laughs> American, American BFA. American Bad A. You know that Kid Rock song? It was the entrance music for Undertaker for a little while. <laughs> American Bad Bum. Yeah, American Bad Bum. Uh, that song is about Cameron Poe, Nicolas Cage's character in Con Air. That's awesome. It actually is awesome. That does make Kid Rock way more likable. Yeah. Like, he, that's pretty cool. Good also, for him. he was in Joe Dirt, and that's helpful. Yeah. All right, my next nomination, Amos and Andrew. Do you guys know this movie? No. What 1993, is directed by Max Fry. Uh, this is the only movie Max Fry directed, but he has written a few movies, including Foxcatcher, and he was nominated for an Oscar for that. So this is Max Fry. It's starring Nicolas Cage and Samuel L. Jackson. This is the same year that Sam Jackson told us to hold on to our butts in Jurassic Park. I'm calling it. This is what Matt's going to pick. A Pulitzer Prize winning playwriter buys a cabin. The neighbors get suspicious when a stranger, quote, breaks in. Oh, because they they saw a black guy? A black man and call the police who start shooting at him. The sheriff (laughs) tries to cover, tries a cover up by involving a white petty crook. And that's Nicolas Cage. And the plot synopsis in IMDb ends with a two-word sentence. Bad idea. Opening weekend, it uh, made $3 million. The gross was uh, $9 million. I Oh, I didn't get the budget on that one. Uh, well, we don't need that now. But do you guys wanna, you want a trivia nugget for this one? I don't think I want a trivia. I don't like the term trivia nugget. That's what I, I call you. You're my little trivia nugget. And, I then, I, and then I ruffle terrible. your hair. I tussle your hair. Do I ruffle it or do I tussle it? Which you do you like You don't do better? either. You're taller than me. So. Yeah. If you say tussle, I'm think of the Russell tussle. So. Oh, I love the Russell tussle. I Russell tussle your hair because you're my little nugget. Okay, so here's a piece of trivia for you. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, the Pulitzer Prize winning, winning playwright, wrote a play called Yo, Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> How's that? How does that strike you, Jim? I mean, I don't know. That does nothing for me. Do you, would you rather watch Yo, Brother, Where Art Thou instead of Amos and Andrew? It just makes me wonder, like, I didn't know Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou was a thing in 1993. It, I think it was a play before it was a Coen Brothers movie. Weird. But this one is Yo, Brother, Where Art Thou. Yeah, I got the difference. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm I'm more ex- if the movie came out called Yo Brother Where Art Thou, I'd be way more excited to watch that. I actually didn't mind Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I saw it That's like big of you, maybe like 2014 or 2015. Okay. Whenever me and Shanley did that, like watch a hundred movies we hadn't seen in a year. Mm. Um, that was one of the movies. And it was cool. I was guess. one of your criticisms that it did not have enough Ebonics? Because if so, yo, brother, where art thou might be the play for you. There's a decent amount of Ebonics. Okay. In uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, I think. Very good. What? I said very good. Okay. Um, So this movie is one of those movies that came out... Uh, at a time where they were trying to be really progressive, but apparently looking back on this movie, it's super, super offensive because it's like reverse racism. Oh God. Um, I really don't want to watch this and I'm convinced you're going to pick it. Did your phone just go off? No, my computer went off. It doesn't count. 
accounts. No, I can't turn off my computer. My computer has never rang. Why not? You're not as popular as I. I'm pretty popular. No. You're a regular old Andrew Sterling. Just uh, alone in the world. All right. It's kind of an odd couple movie, and apparently it's it's pretty hard to watch because of how reverse racist it is. Interested in that? I'm going to be honest, no, not really. All right. My next, my number five nomination is Primal, 2019, directed by Nick Powell. Uh, it says, oh, I had some movies that Nick Powell did, but that's okay. Frank's, oh, I know why. Don't worry about that. This is the plot synopsis. Frank is caught. Frank has caught wildlife in the Brazilian jungle, including a 400-pound white jaguar. He ships it on the same ship as an arrested assassin. The assassin breaks free and frees all the animals. And so it's uh, it's a catch the convict while protecting yourself from wild animals on a boat. How do we feel about that? It's it's start mm-hmm. it's starring Nicolas Cage, Famke Jensen. We any we have any Famke Jensen fans here? You know Famke Jensen? No. She's the she's Jean Grey in the original X Men movies. Mm. Spoilers: She's the villain in House on Haunted Hill, starring Tay Diggs and Jeffrey Roosh. Um, she's an assassin woman in Goldeneye, who like does it with people and then murders them. Is she the one who it. kills like the dude on the boat? Yeah, dude. This is her on a boat again. I think um, that's crazy. That I she was, would be on a boat again. <laughs> I was pretty attracted to her. In different movies without realizing it was the same person. She's also, spoilers, the villain in I Spy, starring Owen Wilson and Eddie Murphy. You know that movie? Yeah. She's a villain in it. I didn't know Famke she was in Jensen. Um, wow. Is she, does that make her like a character actor that she just disappears into these roles? <laughs> yes. I have sure no does. idea that she was like in multiple things I'd seen. Um, yeah, well, it also... A supporting cast. Kevin Durand is the villain. Not Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durand. Do you know who that is? Yeah, he's white. Yeah, he sure is. He plays the blob in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the villain. I think his name is Tucker in 310 to Yuma. Uh, he's also the assassin who won't die in The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Wow, this is great content. Having you yawn <laughs> right on the microphone. Uh, the budget for it was $9 million. The cumulative worldwide gross, $228,000. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I, I'm excited for this one. Wait, how are you th- feeling about this one so far, Jimmy? I mean, I think I'm in. You want a nugget? You want a trivia nugget? No, I will never want a nugget. Open up. Here comes you know the what, nugget. Though, I do kind of want to go get chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh, dude, I have uh, I have a T-Mobile Tuesday for free twenty piece chicken nuggets with purchase at Wendy's. Go oh, Wendy's. Oh, Boom. I want a frosty. This is gonna work out nicely. Come on, y'all. Seriously, Don't, I've never gone to Wendy's. Do not disparage any vendors. Who knows who could be a future sponsor? Wendy's doesn't sponsor podcasts. Maybe we're the first. Plus, redheads don't burn bridges. Redheads don't work together. <laughs> Name a time that you've seen two redheads who weren't related to each other work together, other than in Harry Potter, Harry Potter where what? they were required to, because it's written into the script. But I'm talking about like people just working together. Have you ever been to a business and there's two redheads working there? Ever? I don't think that's speaking on. If redheads can work together, I think just most people are like, mm, we have one and that's enough. Well, for whatever reason, it just doesn't happen. So, You know what's really awesome, what's really exciting? You have to choose between me and this Wendy's sponsorship is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, you just want do, will that you Wendy's money? <laughs> How much money will you give us? I mean, I'll try to make you like a shitty chicken tender. No, that sounds awful. Well, so does Wendy's. Anyway, trivia. Producer Don Grodnick first optioned for the script Primal, which was originally called Persona Non Grata, in 1995. It took 
22 years to finally get made. Doesn't that make it sound promising? Sure. I think the way you said persona non grata persona, was very funny. I say persona non grata. So persona non grata da. Well, it's because I have a Latino lover accent. It's funny. It's not funny. It's sexy. No. no, it, no. Uh, it's pretty sexy. You have a accent? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Sound like a child. You know what's really exciting is I'm going to have enough time to read you my final nominee before we have to take a break for me to get a phone call from my work. So you guys are going to just have to let those nominees sit and marinate for for about an hour. Okay, you ready? Yep. My last nomination is Outcast 2014. This is uh, another movie directed by Nick Powell of primal fame nicholas cage plays andre 3000 i wish <laughs> i wish uh even better he plays a mysterious warrior teaming up with the daughter and son of a deposed chinese emperor to defeat their cruel brother who seeks their death wow it's another long-haired nicholas it cage. sure is nick cage plays a character named galen galen and uh it's also starring one hayden christensen how are you feeling about this, huh? Budget twenty five million, cumulative worldwide gross five million. Huh. Well, looking at the cast, uh, there's someone named Crusader A, and then there's like ten other people, and then there's someone named Crusader B. So I'm already in just from that. <laughs> Because you'll be watching the movie and you'll say, uh, "Some at some point, another Crusader is gonna come in." <laughs> Yep. Do you think they have like thing one and thing thing two sweatshirts, <laughs> or it's like a white circle in the middle with the one and a two, but it's an A and a B? Do you think so? Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, trivia. This is gonna be dumb. Why are Hayden Christensen and Nicolas Cage starring in a movie about the daughter and son of a deposed Chinese emperor? Well, the movie actually ended up getting. Uh, heavily scrutinized in china and was never released on dvd because it has one of those sort of white savior saves the poor chinese vibes to it yeah yeah that sounds about right well that and that wasn't even my nugget you ready for the nug hugs for nugs anyone oh my god <laughs> never <laughs> all right trivia in it hayden christensen plays a scotsman and he sprained his ankle during production now, that that can mean one of two things, and I don't know because I've not watched any clips from this. I've, I have seen the trailer, but he doesn't talk in it. It could mean that he plays a Scotsman with a Scottish accent, which I want to hear, or he can play a Scottish person with an English or with an American accent, sort of like the way John Malkovich plays an American Frenchman in Man in the Iron Mask. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I totally remember that. There's four French musketeers in it and they're all they all have different accents which yeah in man in the iron mask gabriel byrne has an irish accent but he pronounces his name extremely french and it calls himself d'artagnan and it's really good uh john malkovich is an american uh gerard depardieu is french and jeremy irons is an englishman so all four of them have different accents dude can we just watch that instead I would love to watch that, but no, because it doesn't have Nicolas Cage in it. Yeah, but Do it you... should. Doesn't it kind of feel like it does? It totally does. <laughs> I could totally see Nicolas Cage playing Leonardo DiCaprio's twin brother in that movie. Hell yeah. Would he be Louis? Yeah. Yeah. King Louis. <laughs> the character from Jungle yes. Book. <laughs> be great. I mean, it's not that far from Christopher Walken playing King Louis. In the John Favreau Jungle Book movie. What are we even talking about anymore? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, uh, do you, are you interested in the movie Outcast? Not really. Out of, out of all of these, what are you guys hoping that I'll choose? Con Air. <laughs> <laughs> the mean, one that it won't be. <laughs> yeah, it definitely won't be Con Air. I told you I'm on a crusade to pick a good movie. Maybe it will be Con I think Air. it's going to be Surprise Pick Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> That's against the rules. I no, it ain't. That. It's not against the rules. It's, there's nothing in the rule book that says you can't pick jujitsu. That a dog can't pick jujitsu. Yeah, well. I think for me, I'm 
Weirdly, I don't know why, I'm into Primal. Yep. I think that it will also be Primal. I think I, I would like it to be Primal. I don't want it to be the Amos and Andy one. <laughs> I'm sorry, the what? <laughs> and Andy? Amos. Oh. The Devil's Amos. <laughs> um, I request passage through the Devil's Amos. <laughs> I don't want it to be that. Why I not? don't want it to be... Army of One. Army of One. I don't want it to be the Hayden Christensen Chinese Scot- Scottish movie. <laughs> um, that one, it looks a lot like The Great Wall, starring Keanu Reeves and maybe Matt Damon. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> It was also the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, yeah. I would take that. The Sorcerer's Apprentice wouldn't be bad. I would take that. Hmm. You know what I will take? Uh, I'll take this opportunity to go pick up some delicious McDonald's chicken nuggets. Getting that nugs? Mm. What if they're trivia nugs? No. And each one has a different nugget of trivia on it. That would be great. If... Like the like snap yeah. <laughs> no, but, but but what if the trivia is written beneath the breading? So you have to peel the Ooh, like a fortune cookie. <laughs> sort of. Gross. If you crack open a chicken nugget and there's a piece of paper with like. No, it's just written on the inside of the breading, on the underside of the breading. Mm. Are you into that? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm about to get my phone call, so you guys won't get to find out what uh, my selection is until after the break from our sponsors. And we're back. What? My right nostril is free. Let's check this out. Oh, that's But my my left nostril... It's like all stuffy. You'd be surprised how pleasant that is to hear that in my headphones. Maybe you need to tilt your head to one side. Nope, not doing nothing. Okay. Nothing doing. Are you curious about how my work phone call went? No. Why don't you care about my life? I don't know. I think it's just the nature of the apartment, you know? Like, there's a class hierarchy based on how close you are to the front door. Is that why your dog poops? <laughs> near my bedroom and in my bathroom constantly yeah because i'm on a lower rung not constantly he he only did it when he was sick and you kept leaving your door open and i kept saying matt close the door and you were like i prefer him to poop in my bathroom i'd rather him poop in the bathroom than in the carpet i'd rather have him poop in, in your face boom roasted <laughs> you crush your wife during sex and your heart sucks roasted <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let, let's get back into the spirit of movie selection. Vengeance. Let's get back into the spirit of vengeance. So, are you guys ready for my selection? How are you feeling about Do you guys need a refresher on the nominees? No. Ready? <laughs> Roger Ebert said... Face it, Tiger. Primal is boring. Tonight we are watching Primal, starring Nicolas Cage, Famke Jensen, and Kevin Durand. Woo! It nice. be streaming on the Prime. It's also streaming on Hulu, but we're gonna watch Primal on Prime. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's there's no question. To any of our listeners, you have no other option. You watch it on Prime, or you stop listening to our podcast but remain subscribed that's the only option how, how are you guys feeling about this i'm excited do you like that roger ebert said face it tiger i like that i appreciate that volume. i mean isn't the animal that they talk about like a, a jaguar a jaguar yeah so yeah. no yeah no would you prefer if he said face it jaguar because that's not really a thing no, no one says that i i think he just should have accepted that it was close but uh, not not possible this time you flew too close to the sun roger ebert yep are you excited for this movie well i am (laughs) it became a contest of who cannot speak the longest (laughs) and shanley unfortunately 
because you were being a good podcaster, you lost the competition. Uh, oh my god, I am the winner. <laughs> you did. You beat me. I won. Dink, I winded. Dink wins. He does win, and that's why he gets to poop on the carpet. <laughs> if we won, we would get the prize of being able to poop on the carpet. Yep. Primal. I'm very excited for this. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, that's one of us. It's a terrible way to lead us in. I was mildly optimistic about this film. And then when the great Ebert said, you Face know, it, tiger. Hey, tiger. Primal is boring. It sucks. Uh, you know, that's not, that's not a great way to start this journey. Jimmy, don't be influenced by somebody whose pun work isn't impressive to you. You know, I don't want to let it get to me, but it, it still does. When, when have you been steered correctly by roger ebert when when has he influenced you in the past uh he hated highlander too okay so that was helpful (laughs) was that helpful in your selection of it yeah but then he steered you right in that because that's what you wanted yeah that's my point oh you mean you can trust his opinion so you think that you you align yourself with his opinion or you find that his opinion is your and yours are aligned so you expect that you're gonna find this movie boring yes gotcha would it help you if you knew that nicholas cage wears a cowboy hat in this and is very joe exotic like it does help a little bit Emily, <laughs> does that help you it does but it seems like you've been on board from the beginning though i mean i feel like it's been i was really excited because they're stuck on a boat with wild animals it sounds like it should be like action-packed and then to hear that it's boring it's like oh that sucks well you don't know what kinds of things roger ebert finds boring maybe he grew up in an animal compound and he's like oh yes we've seen it jaguars feeding on psychopaths let me just say he didn't say that highlander 2 was boring what did he say about it he said that it was insane and ridiculous and that the best parts of the movie were either not written or were left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> that is a backhanded compliment. I guess. Because you go into that thinking like, okay, what are the best parts? Oh, they're not included in the movie <laughs> at all. <laughs> Maybe this movie's great, but it wasn't written. <laughs> Maybe there's some great ideas. There's an entire article that he wrote on Primal. Ooh, whose phone is... Damn it, it's mine again. Yeah, no S in your words. I suck at silencing my phone. Shit. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm excited for this. We're going to tap into... How long is it? Primal? Yeah. I don't know. I need a precise time. You be? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You can curse if you want to. It's just a personal choice. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't want people that know us to hear me call you a bitch on our podcast and then for that to come back to me. It's 97 minutes. Oh, that's hell a, yeah. That's a breeze. Yeah, I'm in. You're back on? Although, Russell that's about Madness. how long Highlander 2 and Russell Madness were. And those are the Look longest at this cover, movies. though. And Steel was only that like 90 minutes. That looks very Joe Exotic-esque. Don't Steel. you want this poster? Steel was like between 80 and 100 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and that was rough. Rough, rough, in the words of Russell. Hmm. Well, this is great. And then maybe we can also start creating a list of animals in our movies that can face off. Can we make a category on the wheel that's just jujitsu starring Nicolas Cage? Because <laughs> I just want to watch it. Watch it on your own time, then. No, it has to be for the pod. Jimmy, don't you understand that this is building up a level of suspense, just like it was with the Spirit of Vengeance? One time, we will get to jujitsu. I guess. There are so many opportunities to get that. The wheel favors Nicolas Cage. We know that now for some weird reason. I just want to make a rule that whenever we do watch jujitsu, that I get to touch you the whole time. No. Like a jujitsu class. I don't want that. I don't like being I want to hold you. I want to to wrap my legs around you. Like Famke did in Goldeneye. I hope not exactly like Famke did in Goldeneye. Exactly the same technique. She, that was probably jujitsu. She, you're, 
coitus and murder is what you're throwing on, a, on a boat though hey boat time that's cool it's, it's not a boat it's a it's yacht, a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i didn't know if you were gonna follow me on yeah, that dude, one starsky and hutch bro get out of here that's great i think this movie's gonna be a lot of oh, fun baby. oh baby rocking into womanhood elizabeth should we add a category you know that's you will be boats <laughs> <laughs> just boats and then one with a period <laughs> i don't know if we can come up with hose but what would we what, okay let's see if everyone could come up with a good boat movie a good boat movie i mean a bad boat movie a boat movie okay but like one that would be worthy of a, making a Ghost category ship. okay yeah there's one mm-hmm. shanley can you come up with a boat film um don't say it. You can't use that one. Uh, no sequels. I, I thought of the first it's one. It's not a sequel. I, it's I a forgot sequel. The second one. The oh shit. Quote, unquote second one. What? Uh, Master and Commander. With Russell Crowe. I don't know if that's a Russell Crowe. I think it's supposed to be a terrible movie. It's like he's on a ship and they're fighting. Fail to launch. Failure to launch. Oh, I know why. Oh, we did say we were going to have Alvin a McConaughey. Shipwrecked? Shipwrecked? Hey, she got one. But All they're right. not on a ship in that. They they're, are at the beginning. Yeah, briefly. No, it, that's it's how good. they get shipwrecked. Yeah, and then most of the movie is them being shipwrecked. <laughs> but then they build a raft. It's a raft it? category without a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> we're killing this. Um, <laughs> Jaws the Revenge. Oh, yeah. Jaws 2. Um, boat Trip? Is that good? Oh, God. I don't expect that's good. Hmm. Hmm, indeed. There, I think Boats is a good category, but... I don't think so. I'm going to put Boats with a period. <laughs> uh, Jimmy and I were discussing over dinner, Shanley, that we should have a McConaughey category. McConaughey. I'm sorry, what category? McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey movies. Oh, hell yeah. Let's do this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like uh, Professor <laughs> McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. What's what's her first name? Don't tell me. Uh, Millicent Mildred. Is, does it start with an M? I know it's an old lady name. Yeah. Does it start with an M? Yeah. Merchard. Merchard, yes. <laughs> Is she a lady or a dame? She's a dame. Wait, no, Judy Dench is a dame. I think she's Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> That's good. Is it? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's good because it's close to Gina. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. I th- I think we've. It's Maggie Smith. No, I know that. Wait. I was trying to think oh, the of character? M- McGonagall's first name. Oh, Minerva. Yes. Dang it. Merchard. <laughs> <laughs> Merchard is close. <laughs> Um, other boat movies, we could do all of the later Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Yep. And there is another one. Life of Pi. Oh, gosh. I hate that. Uh, Battleship. Oh, uh, in the heart of the oh, ocean. Oh, yeah. Heart of the sea. In the heart of the sea. Mm-hmm. Oh, whenever the Jungle Cruise movie comes out that they've been talking about for like a they've decade now. They've been threatening now. that movie for a really long time. I feel like, yeah, in like 2012, they were like... Yeah, uh, of course, Dwayne the, Rock jo- Dwayne the Rock Johnson's gonna do a Jungle Cruise movie. Like, okay. Does that mean it's gonna be full of puns? It just never happened. It has to be. If it isn't, I'm gonna be super disappointed. Uh, yeah, I hope that... I mean, I think it's basically just gonna be the new Jumanji movies. New Manji. Yep, but on a boat. This is important to this... Uh, this week's episode. What's your favorite Jungle Cruise Ooh, joke that you've ever heard? I think Anaconda would work. Anacortis. Um, and I know without a doubt what the best Jungle Cruise joke I ever heard was. And I th- think it might be. It may be the same one. That one I'm of you on. was with me. I don't know if you both were. 
Shanley, what, what's your favorite Jungle Cruise joke? It doesn't have to be a classic Jungle Cruise joke, just the best one you've heard. Uh, I can't think. I'm like really, I have one that's like in my head that's not good, but it always makes me laugh. Okay. It's the eighth wonder of the world, the, the backside, backside of, of water. water. It's a good one. It, it's not, but it always makes me laugh. For that part, I like the, uh, I'm going to forget the name, but it, I'll fill it in with my own substitution it's like and behold whitehead falls it was named after the professor who discovered it professor falls i think that's pretty funny (laughs) that one always gets me what's your favorite one jim so i i'm pretty sure one of you was there for this but we went like on the late night jungle cruise ride and when we pulled up to the backside of water he said the same thing like it's the eighth wonder of the world or whatever they say i don't Mm -hmm. even know if that's it but he goes it's the wonderful world of color and started like flashing his flashlight all over the place and it was a surprising twist i wasn't expecting that's because so you, you thought you were, you were going into it and thinking you knew the joke yeah the, the same one that they say every single time and that's so, that's pretty good that was pretty cool that's not the one i was going for my favorite one of all time is we were disembarking and uh they said, for anybody who is sitting on the dock side, we are going to help you out by the rear. And for anyone who's sitting on the water side, we're going to help you out by the arm. <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard that one once. I never heard it again, but it's really good. That's excellent. That's the best one. Because you instantly get the image, right, of them pushing people. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. All right. Well, now that we're nice and on topic, talking about boats and whatnot, uh, we will kick on Primal, which is currently streaming on Hulu Premium and on Prime. But let's face it, we're going to watch it on Prime because that makes sense. Uh, So we will see everybody in our next episode for our spoiler review of Primal starring Nicolas Cage. Everybody else, peace. Captain Phillips. I think that's probably a good movie. It's a boat movie. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Weekly Watch Wheel. If you had as good of a time as we did, be sure to subscribe, tell a friend about us, and maybe even leave us a review. Hit us up on Twitter at WKLYWatchWheel or via email at WeeklyWatchWheel at gmail.com. Love ya. It's the Weekly Watch Wheel.